Hey everyone, I'm Megan Coleman. And I'm Meg Rivas, and we're the Megs. We have a lot of fun laughing and learning how to squeeze the good out of today. Hey there. Hey, hey. Beautiful. (laughs) I'm wearing a new lipstick, so it's making me feel better today. Yeah, I'm kind of loving it. And I would like one of those, whatever it is. The color's good. I'll see. I'll check with my beauty consultant and see if she can ship one over to you. Um, but I'm feeling good about, we haven't recorded. It's been a couple of days, even since we've talked and I have a lot to update you on, Oh my! but it's like good stuff. Okay. Um, so first off, Audrey fell in middle school yesterday. Oh no. That's like the worst time of your life to have embarrassing things happen. It it is. And I'm not laughing at her. I was like with her on text message yesterday like walking her through the whole thing. I'm laughing because it does lead to a funny story. Um but what happened? So she was coming back from lunch and they have to walk up these stairs. And she tripped. And so she's on these stairs with a bunch of people and she tripped and rolled down. I know. I'm not laughing at her. That's terrible. I'm like feeling her pain. (laughs) I, it's like cringeworthy, you know, because it's middle school kids. They're brutal. Yeah. She goes, mom, I couldn't get up fast enough. I was just like, pop back up, make sure nobody saw, but everybody saw she tore her little leggings open. Like she has like a skinned up knee. Her hands were all skinned up because it was outside like concrete stairs. And, um, I said, well, did anybody help you up? She said, no, (sighs) like stinking middle school kids. Like are terrible. (laughs) No, I did ask one, (laughs) not a terrible one, but I have a middle school kid. I did ask her a couple different times, you know, did anybody laugh at you? Oh, she avoided the question. Oh. So I'm just like, of course oh, they laughed. No. Kids are mean. So awful. But I was trying to kind of help. Once I knew she was okay and not like seriously injured or hurt or anything, um, it was just more embarrassed. I was trying to help her get over that embarrassment. And I was like, listen, you know, embarrassing stuff happens to your mom all the time. And she was like, texted immediately back. She was like, yep. I know. That's an understatement, Meg. I know things, just embarrassing stuff happens to me. And I said, one of the things that helps my heart move forward or get over it faster, just feel better in general is if I can laugh at myself. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know if you're there yet, (laughs) (laughs) but would it help if you could laugh at me? And she was like, yes. So <laughs> did you tell her I an embarrassing had, story? I did. So guess which story I told her. And I referenced this story a few weeks ago in an episode we did back in December, I think about my tanning, my spray tanning oh. mishap. <laughs> That's you like the best one. Yes. So <laughs> it was a few years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, because it was a few years ago when she was younger, I don't think I had told Audrey this one. And so I was like, okay, I got a doozy for you. So I told her. So what happened was we do this 
event in Texas every year for Bennett uh, with St. Jude. And it's my son. Mm -hmm. Yes. Dinner gala. Um, And anyways, I usually get a spray tan for it. So this is years ago, uh, a couple years ago. And um, I don't know why I, me and my friends that helped on the committee and stuff, we all just thought, you know, a spray tan was super important for this event. You know, you want to look cute. And well, I mean, it happens in the early spring where we're all still, you know, white from the winter. Yes. Although I've just embraced my whiteness with my red hair. So, (laughs) but I think you pull it off. Like I just look, I feel like I look pasty. So a spray tan is a must. And our sweet friend, Jennifer, who was also a chair on the committee of the event, had us all over to her house the night before the big dinner gala event um, to get spray tans in her garage. She has a lady and she was going to do a pop-up, you know, the little pop-up tent thing that you stand in and they spray you down. I was like, great, all day long, sign me up here. I'll be there. So I get there and I I arrive late because you know me. I'm mm-hmm. I learned that on the spouse's episode that, right. (laughs) So I was one of the last ones to get there and some of the other girls had already gone. Well, other side note to this story, so embarrassing. Y'all are going to laugh too. So way back in the day, like high school, college days, Megan, I used to wear a thong. I know this might shock you. (laughs) she's almost falling out of her chair. You guys, she's laughing at me so hard. I don't anymore because I've had babies, right? It changes, man. The whole look changes. Mm -hmm. Like nothing looks right. And Mm -hmm. you shouldn't, I just can't do it. Nothing looks okay anymore for me. And I think they're uncomfortable now. I don't know. I wore them a long time ago, but now I'm like, man, whatever. I need some full coverage. (laughs) Exactly. Like give me the, the full brief, high brief, whatever Uh the grandma, whatever. That's what I'm wearing these days. So anyways, I don't know why I got this little harebrained idea that for this spray tan, I should probably wear a thong because you need your butt tan too. I guess (laughs) it was going to be a good night. I don't know. (laughs) Anyways. So I arrive at my friend Jennifer's house. Um, They're all kind of already had their spray tans and we're visiting and we're getting excited about the event tomorrow. And the lady comes out of the garage and she had finished somebody and she was like, okay, next on my list is Meg. And I'm like, yep, that's me. So I go into the garage. So all the girls are inside. So I go into her garage and it's huge garage. And I did, I had noted at this point that it was just girls inside. So I didn't ever see her husband or her college aged son. Mm -hmm. Actually, he may have been in high school at this point too. I can't remember, but I didn't see any of them. So I'm like, okay, in their cars. I'm like, okay, they're gone. That's that's good. So I feel comfortable. She's like, okay, you can get undressed and here's the tent and here's what you do. Well, I'm also awkward talking because when I feel uncomfortable, I tend to awkward talk. (laughs) Right. So 
I'm talking to this lady just trying to be friendly too. And I'm like, so, you know, like what's the weirdest thing you've seen, you know, in a spray tan. Cause I also feel bad. Cause I'm like, I'm standing here just like pretty much butt naked, just in my thong, getting a spray tan. Don't know this lady from Adam, but right. here we go. Anyway. So I'm awkward talking and she tells me the worst thing that she has seen while spray tanning somebody is they had toilet paper stuck in their cheeks. Is that gross? <laughs> I go, gross. so what I go, what'd you do? <laughs> she said, you just keep spraying. I go, you didn't tell them. She goes, nope. She goes, what am I gonna do? Could you please pull that toilet paper out of your butt? <laughs> like, how gross is it? She goes, and then what did they do with it? How gross is that? She goes, I just like kept spraying away. And so then in my head, I'm thinking, oh no, what if there's something stuck? So I ask her, I'm like, do I have anything? And we're kind of laughing about it. We're literally laughing about that. And I say, well, you never know. It's me. Stuff always happens to me. Mm -hmm. I'm telling this lady this like awkward, embarrassing stuff. Literally the words come out of my mouth and then the garage door starts opening. Okay. We don't know how to, it's this huge garage. We don't know where it's not like, it's just a little button, button that you run to over. put it back down. The lady is like trying to carefully set down her spray tan equipment. Cause it's nice. I hit the deck. I hit the garage floor. That's all I can think to do You're to like, like cover naked. myself. I'm naked <laughs> and the garage door is opening and I can hear people walking in like they're standing right at the garage door. So she can't figure out how to stop the door from opening. It opens up and all I see is Jennifer's husband, her teenage-ish, college-ish son, her uncle, and his sons. So there's like five guys standing right there at the garage. I'm laying on the garage floor, but naked, like the spray tan lady screaming. I'm yelling. Reagan is laughing. Sorry. That's her husband's that's name. Husband's Reagan name. is laughing hysterically at me. And like, I'm like, get out. Everybody shut the door. Please go away. This is so awful. Anyways, the girls hear all the commotion. They come out. They come running out. So now there is literally like 20 people just like laughing. And I'm like trying to grab whatever. There's nothing on the garage floor. Like I was like rolled up in a ball at this point. Like everybody, <laughs> please go away. So um, I am sure that this spray tan lady's new favorite story is probably yours. Oh, I'm sure of no it. No doubt. So, um, sorry. I know I kind of get on a tangent and make my stories long. So that is the story that I told, uh, Audrey. Audrey Did it make yesterday. her feel any better? Oh yeah. She was like, okay, mom, I get it. We've got to laugh at ourselves. And, she, and I was like, I know you're not there yet, but one day you yeah, might be able it's to hard. Laugh. I mean, it's hard to laugh at yourself and just, I think it's a part of just being comfortable in your skin. Just yeah. You, you know, and when I was in middle school, I definitely wasn't. No, that's a hard, that's the worst age is middle school. I would say even 
high school, but I think by high school, even then so many like embarrassing things were happening to me. I just was like, okay, it's just time to like, I just embrace start it. laughing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my so gosh. that, that is, is my, my spray tan story. <sighs> and I was streaked too, because she couldn't figure out where to like Pick start it back, up. back. And so she just re sprayed me all over again. And anyways, um, so yeah, good times. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Oh my well, God. you know, all right. So what are you up to? So that's, that was the story that I needed to catch you up on. Cause we hadn't talked in a couple of days, but what have you been up to? <laughs> I have been up to a little bit of a Netflix binge watching. <laughs> What are you binge watching? Oh my gosh, Meg. So, you know, Ben and I, usually we like to watch some pretty laid back or funny shows to end our day. Like we'll get the kids in bed and then we'll get in bed and watch something funny. Because if I watch really amped up, serious, yeah, it keeps me up at night and I start to dream about it and then I don't sleep well. Like you dream you're in the show. Oh yeah. I mean, I've like put myself into the plot and I am (laughs) like a part of the whole story and it's just part of, she's a part of the cast. I am. I have like created my own little role within the story. And so a couple weeks ago, Ben found this new, um, show that we had never watched called Quantico. Have you heard of it? No. Okay. So I like, will I like it? I don't, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I know that you guys watch some, you know, you've watched like what designated survivor, you know, and shows like that's that. what we're watching. Okay. Yes. So it's kind of like that where it's intense and it has, you know, this storyline that you're every episode ends on a cliffhanger and because it's Netflix, you're like, well, sure, let's just watch the next one at midnight, you know? <laughs> and so what it's about is, I think it came out maybe in 2016. It only has three seasons, but each season has like 22 episodes. That's a long season. That's the best. I love it when they have a ton of episodes. So the very first episode, like the pilot episode of this show is it, it does this flashback thing in all the episodes where Quantico is the FBI training facility. And it's this group of young adults that are training to become FBI agents. And so that's one part of the flashback. And in the flash forward, the very first episode is the main character. She gets framed for a bombing (gasps) and they know that it's somebody in the FBI that did it from her training at Quantico. But for 22 episodes, you don't know who it is. There's a traitor. Okay. Traitor. I already do want to go watch it. And so when when we we finish Pretty much last weekend. Well, so Ben doesn't work on Fridays, right? So Friday morning we got up, we got the kids off to to school and then we got right back in bed. And I think we stayed in bed till noon watching little lovebirds. And then on Saturday, we may or may not have ignored our children a little bit and continued watching. We plowed through that first season of 22 episodes in, I don't know, maybe six days. Oh my word. Yeah. And so now we're on to season two. I took a couple days break. I needed a break from it. And so I took a couple days break. We just started back up on season two. And last night we watched four of them and stayed up until midnight. And then the kids came down at 630 Um, this morning and they were like, 
mom, dad, we have to go to school. <laughs> <laughs> they woke you up. Yes, okay. A couple of things. Up. A couple things here, Red. Yeah. One, you know, you're supposed to text me because you know, I'm up at midnight. That's right. You're never up at midnight. No, I'm usually in bed at nine o'clock. That's crazy. So I'm dragging a little this morning. I'm a little tired, but I'm also a little excited that, you know, the next weekend is coming. And well, tomorrow's Friday too. Are y'all going to just like binge watch? What is it? Quantico? Quantico. Is that the name? Yeah. Quantico. Okay. Well, so that's I'm gonna been fun. It. I'm going to have to add it to my list. I had no idea that that's what you've been doing for the last I know. <laughs> five days. I mean, wasting my time watching TV, but whatever. It's fun. We've been watching, desi- you said designated survivor. Yeah, we've seen that. It's with um, Kiefer Sutherland. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say his name? I think so. Kiefer. Kiefer? Yeah. Okay. Well, so we've been watching. We were huge 24 fans, and we have gone back and we're, we watched that too. Um, but he's also in this designated survivor, and it's a few years old also. It is. We watched it when it first came out. I love it. It's so good, but it's intense. Mm-hmm. I'm. Not like you where I won't like dream about it. I don't do that, but it does make my mind just keep going and going. So then I have to turn on a little Disney. I need some <laughs> Disney plus. Shows. Yeah. We've turned on, uh, when we need something a little bit lighthearted, we went old school. We went back to mad about you. You remember that <gasps> show with Helen Hunt and, uh, I forgot about that show. Yeah. It is old, like square, you know, it's a square in your TV now. And, um, it's cute. I mean, it's not like the funniest ever. There's some dry humor in it and, but it's lighthearted and a quick little 20 minute. That's your little cool. That's your cool down. My cool down (laughs) from the, uh, Quantico show Uh from thinking I'm going to be the next FBI agent. And then Ben's like, uh, yeah, you would never survive in the FBI. Like, well, that's true. That's like, um, what was your favorite show? Oh gosh, when y'all were newly married back in the alias, day. Alias, alias. Alias with yes. Jennifer Garner. Yes. Yes. That was the first show that that's when Ben and I met, I think, is when it had just come out. And one of the first times we hung out together, it was, you know, back in the day when they did the, you know, all day reruns on one of the mm-hmm. TV channels because we didn't have any of these Netflix and all of that kind of stuff. And so we were with our friends that introduced us. And that was our very first show that we watched together. And we Aww. rewatched that too. We, we rewatched that this year, this last year. I mean, you know, man, with quarantine, I feel like we rewatched everything. <laughs> I know. I mean, yeah. A no Disney, new shows are coming out. Disney Plus like is my go-to for, you know, I need something happy or just nothing intense. So I'm love, love, love documentaries. Are y'all into watching documentaries? Um, sometimes, I mean, I made Davis watch them during all of the, uh, oh, the online learning. Yeah. Back in the spring when we were doing online learning, he would finish his work in like 30 minutes. And I was like, just go watch a documentary. It's educational. <laughs> go learn go something. I don't care what it is. So he watched all those on the Titanic and beneath the ocean and yes, 
all of that. I watched those too. I love them. Um, so I watched the other day and I texted you. So I'm hoping you went and watched this too, because I was so fascinated by it was Mount St. Helens documentary. I did go back and watch it. Yay. Okay. So can we talk about that? I was no pun intended blown Blown. away. That's terrible. <laughs> it is terrible. I did it. It's really what I wanted to say. And then as I was thinking about it coming out of my mouth, I was like, oh, maybe I should choose something different, but it I didn't. So um, I was blown away because I didn't know. I know that I learned about volcanoes in school, but I didn't learn specifically about the Mount St. Helen eruption in 1980. Yeah. So I had to ask Ben about this because... I watched it and I was like, this is part of, I guess, you know, embarrassing yourself, which you do in front of your husband. Cause you know, they're the person that's like married to you <laughs> through thick and thin. Yeah. I was like, Ben, I don't think I ever learned this in school. I really don't I remember this story. And he was like, what? He goes, I'm just going to pretend that you didn't say that. He said, yes, we learned it in school. No. Well, he oh. went to a different elementary school than I did, but so I don't know, Meg, I think did. you and I have just had a lot, you know, between a lot of time to a pass. lot of things happen. And we've just forgotten that that's something that we learned, but I was fascinated by it. And I hate to admit that I didn't really remember that as a major event. Cause it was a major event. Major. So a couple of things that I learned was I didn't know that it was the first, um, horizontal eruption of the volcano instead of vertical. And there was vertical things that happened. There was actually four different like, um, catastrophic events that happened at the same time. But to this day, it is the largest recorded landslide that's happened in the United States, which I didn't know that either because a whole half of the mountain came down. Right. So they knew that something was going to happen like days leading up to it. If you guys are listening, you should probably just go watch this too, because I'm gonna we are not history teachers. By right. Means. We're not history teachers. And I'm going to probably butcher some of these facts. And, but I was just fascinated by all the like events leading up to it. And then the day that it erupted, but they hadn't set the perimeter big enough. They knew something was going to happen, but they had no idea that it was going to be that That massive. Mm -hmm. And, um, so they didn't set the perimeter big enough, like the restricted area big enough. And so like, it's actually really devastating because there was people that they were like out there camping that lost their lives. There was people out there working. There were actually a geologist. Is that, is that Mm -hmm. the right one? Maybe geologists that were out there monitoring and, and, um, that they were unfortunately not far enough away. And it's so it is, it is very sad. It is, but it was also fascinating to me. I liked hearing on the documentary, you know, they had people on there that, um, were there that day and then they were interviewing them all these years later, you know, I don't know when that documentary was made, but you know, 40 years since it happened and just hearing their stories and their perspective of it. And then seeing live video, like one of the guys was a 
what, a videographer or photographer mm-hmm. or something, and he had his video and, you know, they even showed that clip. It was fascinating. I can only imagine just the devastation. Immediately I was getting on and Googling, like, what does it look like today? I get, I, you know, I just, I don't know. I, I don't remember learning about that. And now I'm thinking, oh man, what else have I missed over the years? That's really important information in our I country's know. history. I feel like I should retake, you know, there are probably whole grade levels that I should go back and re. Oh yeah. Retake back in the but day. It, I was just in memorization mode. I wasn't really, you know, taking in information yeah. to learn. Like Ben is my history go-to. If I have a question and I don't know, I'm like, uh, well, so Mount St. Helen documentary on Disney is worth the watch for sure. What got me, Megan, those campers that mm-hmm. were out there that they interviewed, what, what mm-hmm. they knew they had already known that there was like earthquakes and stuff happening. I'm just not a good camper. So this part of the whole story blows my mind. I don't, I wouldn't go camping near a volcano a restricted area <laughs> that's having earthquakes anyways, right. but I'm just not a good camper. Are you, do you like to camp? No. Yeah. Like I don't fat. No. Yeah. Me neither. I did back in the day with Logan before kids, even, you know, like when we were um, dating and engaged, we would go camping a handful of times and then I've been banned. He's <laughs> banned me completely. I'm not allowed. I'm sure he would take our girls. I would be not, I would be uninvited. Oh. There would be no invitation extended to me. Um, and it's Are like you just a just, handful. Are you high maintenance? Is that why? Well, just a lot has happened at different times during camping. And so Logan's like, nope, you're not come. Like, I can't. There's been like car accidents, like free car. Not that we were a part of, like our car has been totaled. Um, I've fallen in creeks before. <laughs> <laughs> I've kept a me- lot to keep up with apparently on the campgrounds, huh? I just need you know, I think it would be better for me if I had a place, the campsites that he would take me to, they didn't even have a porter potty. Porter? It's a porter. Porter? Is that how you say it? Porta. 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 potty. I don't know. A portable potty. potty. There you go. <laughs> it was, you like go a out in the ground. The, yep. Ugh. You go out into the woods and Should that's where I don't want to do that. Mm-mm. That is where you would probably get toilet tissue stuck in your tush. <laughs> so I'm not a camper. I'm not going camping. There's no potty situation. Uh, like I don't. My kids beg for Ben to take them camping and because uh, Ben loves it. I mean, I don't think in our 16 plus years of marriage. I think we've been once and that was with a youth group back in the day, actually when we lived in Florida and the bugs were so bad. All the students got eaten alive by those noceum, noceum Mm -hmm. bugs. I mean, like covered in their bites. And so I was done. Again, I think I can actually do the bugs. It's just the toilet situation. (laughs) It is a like I enjoy the outdoors. I like being outside. I'll go on hikes with you during the day. I like that part, but 
if it's going to come to nightfall, like take me to a hotel or take me back glamping. home. Glamping. You want some glamping. Yes. I want to be a glamper. That's oh. what I would like to do. That would be is fun. just glamping. I don't know how my girls would do with the no toilet situation. Um, I think my son would think it's amazing and the best thing ever. And my girls would freak out over it. Landry, she would actually probably be the best because she is my poop holder extraordinaire. <laughs> and so she, the best camper so she would be the her poop. best camper because you wouldn't have to worry about her needing to poop because she'd just be holding it in the whole time. <laughs> I mean, a week-long camping trip, and that girl would probably still be fine. I mean, oh my word! That's how oh, much thought, of a poop holder she is. We talked um, a couple of weeks ago. I asked about the. I know she's potty trained because she's in kindergarten. Yeah, but how is the other part of the potty training? Going? Yeah, so she potty trained herself at two. So she's my last kid. So she, I remember she had just turned two. And so she has an older brother and sister and she's watching them, you know, and paying attention to their every move. And she's seeing that they use a potty. And so I remember one day she had a diaper on and she was like, I want to use the potty. And I was like, no, you don't. No. <laughs> I said, no, you're good. You're fine. Just like, forget about that. Get another six months out of these diapers. Like I'm not ready to go down that road. And she insisted. I mean, she was like, I am going in the potty. And so she did. It was overnight. No questions asked. Nobody in the bed. Nothing. That's amazing. Yeah. And great. But oh my God, oh, the butt, the butt, literally the, the butt. butt. She has held poop for the last three years. I can't even tell you how many hours I've wasted of my life. I feel like in the bathroom, sitting on the ground, watching her on the toilet, not go. <laughs> oh my gosh. I do remember that sitting on a bathroom floor, oh. like cheering them on, like you can, you can do, do it. it. Yeah. Just push it out. It will be okay. We have, we have sung more songs about pooping the kids have created songs and dances. We have tried like everything. However, the good news, Meg, is just, let's see, two days ago, she went two days in a row. Yay, That's Landry. like huge. That and is huge. Probably way too much, you know, too much information for the oh, okay. listeners. But oh, listen, I talked about wearing a thong earlier. But okay? for a mom that struggled with this for three years, like that's a huge win for us. And um, I Does she, she get like a reward. Yeah. So we told her we have this whole calendar because I needed her to see the days, not just a sticker chart, but I needed her to see what days and how many days they were apart, you know, and all of that. And so we have this calendar and she puts a sticker on it every time she goes. And I told her when she had three stickers in one week, then we would go to the Dollar Tree. And so she did. And I had Ben take her because I hate taking the kids to the Dollar Tree. And so he took her and they came back. And of course, she picked a stuffed animal because what five-year-old's not going to pick a stuffed animal? And she picks a little unicorn and she says, Mama, I got a unicorn. Guess what I named it? And I was like, what? She goes, it's Patty the Pooping Pal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You know what that reminds me of? Oh. Um, the Christmas poo from 
South Park. Um, Mr. Oh. Hanky, the Christmas poo. I don't watch South Park. I don't know. <laughs> well, we don't eat back in the day. We did. Yeah, for sure. So, oh my gosh. She got a Mr. Hanky, the Christmas. Yeah. Poo. So Patty, the pooping pal goes to the bathroom with her now and Patty it's on the counter and encourages her. <laughs> so, you know, it has been rough. It has been hard, but she is doing awesome. I think honestly, the thing that probably helped the most is I started her on. Have you ever heard of those, um, those calm gummies? No. So, no. I mean, it's a big old honking thing I got on, um, Amazon probably. And they're magnesium. That's all it is, is magnesium. Oh. And I'm sure a little sugar and stuff in it too. Cause it's a little gummy and I give her one in the morning and I give her one at night. And I mean, I have an alarm set and everything because Y'all aren't missing, you're not missing those gummies. No, I mean, I need her to take them. And that has probably been the best. And the funniest thing is she calls them her trust gummies. (laughs) What? I know. It's so funny. So funny. So when she was finally going consistently the last few weeks, she, she would, uh, she would say, mama, I trust you you're welcome for going poopy. Like she's like, all <laughs> she knows I'm going to say thank you. And she's like, I trust you. I trusted you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> she's so confident about she is. And so she calls them her trust gummies and the alarm That's goes the off funniest thing every morning and every night. And she gets one and she's been amazing. So maybe now she can't go. Camping. Okay. So magnesium gummies. Yeah. They're- Calm is what it is. Calm. Yeah. Magnesium is like a calming thing. I take it. I take a different kind of magnesium in like a pill form. I take it at night to help me sleep. I've loved it. Okay. I may need to try this. Um, if it helps you sleep after watching designated survivor most nights, but you know, my dreams still get in the way sometimes. (laughs) I was really stressed out last night after, well, I was stressed out even before we watched Designated Survivor. Um, So I probably should have had some kind of, you know, like Benadryl or something, like something (laughs) to just like calm me, relax me. But what happens to me when I get stressed out is, and, and this doesn't happen to all people. I stress eat. Oh. Are you a stress eater? I'm not really a stress eater. I mean, I'm a sweet tooth eater. I have a major sweet tooth, but I don't really stress eat. So when I'm super stressed, I am, and it's almost an immediate response. And I got stressed out last night and I immediately went to get a leftover Taco Bell taco. Oh. Terrible. (laughs) So yucky. That's so gross. I couldn't even help myself though. So I'm stuffing my face with this leftover yucky Taco Bell taco. Actually, I shouldn't say yucky because really, you know, it's Taco Bell. So um, their stuff is yummy. But the leftover taco stuffing my face, and I'm like, there's something wrong. Like, there's got to be some scientific evidence. Like, what is happening inside my brain that that was my go-to? Like, you're stressed out, go eat a taco. So I went to the Googles, you know. <laughs> of course. So I had to research this really well. I went to the Googles. Because everything I, we should trust on the internet. 
Right, right. Um, but I did find some interesting stuff about stress eating. It is a for real thing. Oh, so no when doubt. you're stressed out, your body releases a hormone called cortisol. Okay. Did you know that? Yes. Okay. So then when your body's overwhelmed with this cortisol hormone, your brain says, okay, I need to fight that. And a lot of times because food offers like nutrients and things that help your body, your brain immediately thinks of food. Food can help me, not immediately. And this happens with a certain group of people. So your brain thinks I need to eat something to help me fight off this stress, this feeling. So when you eat, your body releases, um, oh wait, no, 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 no. Other like adrenaline, uh, like your endorphins, endorphins. Mm -hmm. Right. So then it like kind of tricks yourself into thinking, okay, this food is kind of making me feel better. But what I learned about stress eating is that is long-term stress. Blew Wait, my mind. What? Yes. So when you're short-term stressed, um, a different hormone is released than if it's a long-term stress. Did you know that? No, but what's the difference between a short-term and a long-term? Like if something has been continually like okay. stressing you out, like, like, like if work, you have, like if it's right. forever, you're stressed out at yes. a situation at work. So, um, long-term stress, your body sends out that cortisol hormone, but short-term stress releases the adrenaline hormone. So people that are just, you know, have situational, like small things that stress them out. They actually don't eat. They don't have an appetite. Hmm. So maybe See? I don't have any long-term stress. I know maybe yours is just little spurts. Yeah. I don't know what my long-term stress is, but I evidently I have it because I stressed. Did it tell you how to like combat? It did. Like what you can do? It did. There were three suggestions instead of kind of turning to that, you know, stress eating thing because it's really just tricking sure. your body. Um, so it, one thing was to exercise. Like if you're feeling stressed out, go exercise. I'm I laughing can tell you because now, neither one of not, us like to exercise. No, that's not my go-to. Oh, I'm super stressed out. Let's go run a mile. Nope. <laughs> like I'd rather grab a glass of wine. Um, so then the other one was meditation and I'm not a huge meditator, but I do think I could go somewhere quiet just to like take a moment, take some deep breaths and like just think it yeah. said to put down your phone. I can like, believe that. Put down your mobile devices, mm -hmm. social media things. And then the fourth thing was, and this is really probably what is better for me and what I will more do is social support. So like find somebody, go be oh, with. Oh, like find a friend. Find, go find a buddy. <laughs> The buddy or, system. It works every time. Or the buddy system. Yeah. <laughs> or I think just even calling like, you know, uh, I'll call my best friend, Melissa all the time mm -hmm. and 
and just be like, hey, can I just like vent for a second? Can I just chat through this with you? And I always feel a hundred times better. So that was the like four things that they said that you should do instead of turning to food, instead of turning to an old taco bell taco. Yum, yum. Yeah. I like the, I like the find a friend thing. Cause, and that's probably what's been so hard for people these days, you know, cause we're just so much more limited right now with staying at home, being safe, you know, all of that, that we're not having as much friend time. I, I have a group of girlfriends that we like to do zoom calls together. Um, oh, that's fun. you know, there's four of us. And so, uh, once a very couple months or so we might do, you know, if we can't meet for lunch, cause we'll still do lunch sometimes, you know, but if we can, our busy, our schedules are busy. We'll just hop on a zoom call together at night. Once the kids are all in bed and like have just an hour of catching up and how's life. And I always come out of that feeling so much better. I love that. Okay, Meg, it is time to squeeze the good. This is a new part of our episode where we are just talking about a couple things that we love right now, and we're excited about adding this to the end of our episodes. Yeah. Um, Okay. What am I loving this week? Um, Oh, I am loving Blue Diamond Almonds came out with a new flavor. Well, I don't know if it's new or if I just discovered it, but my friend Mary Rose introduced me to salt and vinegar, blue diamond almonds. Ooh. I'm on like bag number two. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I love a good salt and vinegar chip. Do they taste the same, but it's an almond instead. It's an almond instead, but you can definitely taste that salt and vinegar. They're delish and I'm loving them this week. Mm, I'm going to have to go try some of those. What are you loving this week? All right. So for me, I am loving, this is kind of one of those proud mom moments or parent moments. My, you know, Davis, my son, Davis, he is super big in, I would say Rubik's cubes, but the fancy word is speed cube. It's And it's so much more than that. He's just really brilliant. I mean, he can like plow through a three by three. I think his personal best time is a 17 seconds, which is my word mind blowing to me, but he just bought, he spent a lot of his money and he bought a 12 by 12. So a normal Rubik's cube is a three by three and he bought a 12 by 12 and he, so Ben, my husband, he mixed it up for him, like really mixed it up. And it took him probably five or six days, like every day after school, he'd come home and he'd mess with it for like an hour or two. And he finally, the other night solved it. Solved it. And just like the proud, like moment he had for himself of accomplishment, I was super, just super proud, you know, of him and all of that. So that was just a sweet, good, you know, moment this week that our whole family was celebrating him and just that excitement. I do love that. This was a good squeezing the good from the week. I know. I'm excited to add this to our episodes. Something fun. For sure. All right. right. Well, we hope y'all have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening to the Meg's podcast today. We have the best time talking about (laughs) all the things. All the things. We love it, don't we, Meg? Yes. Well, y'all be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes that we have. And then also come find us on social media. We want to connect with you at the Meg's podcast.